Okay, today we start Mesech the Shabbos. So let's begin. Yetziot Shabbat Shtayim Shen Arba Bifnim V'Shtayim Shen Arba B'Chutz. Now this should be a familiar mission with you. You like Mishnas and you've done Tafiyomi and the like. And this, as we know, Mesech the Shabbos begins with the Malacha of Hotza'a, which is simply transferring an object from one, from a Rishot Yachid to Rishot Rabim, or vice versa, meaning from Yachid to Rabim. So that's what's, what I strive from Yachid to Rabim is what it's called Hotza'a, taking it out. Rabim to Yachid is called Hachnasa. Okay? And <laughs> already the first, um, the first sentence, we, it's pause for thought, because I think when you, uh, when I've learned it previously in the past with the Mafarish Mishnayot, it's Shtayim Shen Arba Mibifnim and Shtayim Arba Bechutz means from the perspective of the person who's standing inside, it's Shtayim Shen Arba, there could be to the Doraita, to the Rabbanan. And Shtayim Shen Arba Bechutz meaning for the person who might be standing outside in Shusarabim, that can be to the Tzchayib Doraita and to the Tzchayib Rabbanan. However, we'll continue learning with Reb Chaim, and he explains it like the Tosfot. What does it mean, bifnim and bachutz? Bifnim importantly means that he's bechayev to bring a korban, meaning it's lechayev. The karyle bifnim, he says, mishum mishemivi alehim korban bifnim ba'azara. So shneim shen araba means there are two cases, which are really four, as we'll see in a moment. That, um, that one is chayved as a result. If he does a Beshogun Shabbos, he has to go bifnim. He has to go into the base of Mikdash and bring a korban. So Shtaim Sha'arba is all chayvim. Okay. And Shtaim Sha'arba b'chutz means that he is patur. I mean, he doesn't have to bring korban b'vifnim. Okay. That's probably a, I'm not sure if it is, but this was for me, a different way of reading the, the, the Mishnah. Okay. What are the Shtaim Sha'arba? Just so we can appreciate it. It is the shtayim, meaning this hachnasa and hotza'a, hotza'a and hachnasa of the ashir. Shen arba, how would it be the chayev that becomes another two? That's from the perspective of the ani who's standing in the Rabim versus the, the, the ashir standing in Rishat Yachid. Now, we'll, uh, this will become, become clear as we go through the cases. The first case is as follows. Keizet as we'd say, familiar, more familiar to say, keitzah. So I've got all the pictures here. On the right side, if you can see, is Rishis Rabim. The Ani standing outside. I didn't draw stick, sick figure, man. I hope you uh, forgive me for that. But it's, you can imagine him standing there outside, and the, the Balabait is, the Ashir is inside. So it's uh, Ani and Balabait. I'm not sure what Ashir, but it's Balabait, it's the Lash on the Mishnah. So the first case is he took something, he did, he did, he did Akira. He took something from the Rishusa Rabim. He put his hand inside and placed it in the hand of the, the Balabait. Now the Balabait is just standing still. It's like placing it on the ground. And you place it in his hand. So importantly, what we see here, the Malacha of Hotza'a is what's called doing Akira in one domain. Oh, in this case, it's actually Achnasa because he's going in from Rishusa Rabim to Yachid. But he does Akira in one domain and Hanacha in the other. In this situation, the Ani did both. He picked it up from the Rishusa Rabim and placed it in the Rishusa Yachid. Similarly, that's the next case. So in that case, the next case you see here, what did he do? He actually put it, the Balabite holding something in his hand. The Ani stuck his hand in, took it out of his hand. So he did, he did Akira from the Shusayachid and placed it in the Shusayachid where he's standing, or even if he didn't place it, just taking it into the Shusayachid and standing still. It's like him placing him on the floor and therefore he has done both Akira and Acha. That's why the Ani is Chayav. That's the shtayim, if you like, of the chayav. And we'll see what the arba is in a moment. What's shen arba? Now let's take the perspective of the ashir. Let's continue. The next case is pashat 
Um, let me just not uh, find. Pashat Balabait at Yadola Chutz. Next case is the Balabait sticks his hand outside. Pashat uh, Balabait Bachutz. Yeah. What he did is he took something from his house. He gave stucker, for example. He takes, it, takes something and puts it in the hand of the Ani outside. As you can see, it's gone from Akira from his Rishos Yachid and done Hanach into the hand of the Ani Rishos Arabi. Or the Ani has something in his hand. The Balabai takes something from his hand and puts it down in his Rishut. Therefore, he's done both Akira and Nacha. He'd be, that's Balabait Chayev Va'anish Patur. So let's, if we sort of zoom out here, what are the Shtaim Shen Arba Mimifnim? So that's the way the Reb Chaim explains. We've got Shtaim him from the perspective of, let's take it for the Ani, because he's done Akira Hotza and Hachnasa. First case was Hachnasa, and this case was Hotza. Shen Arba, you can actually get four Chiyuvim, because now we take the perspective of the Ashir, who also you can see did Hotza, then Hachnasa. Now, what's the Shtaim Shen Ma'arba Mibachutz? That's the case of the Pturim. So it's the, the mirror image of, not the mirror image, but it's the other party in each of the cases. So the Shtaim of the Pturim, let's say that's the Bachutz, meaning he's not Chayev, not location. Bachutz meaning he's not Chayev. That's the Ani who's the passive participant in the first two cases, where the Ashir either put something in his, so, so the, so, it's the, the Balabait who was a passive participant in the first two cases, where the, he just stood there with his hand out in his own reshut, and the Ani either put something into it or something out of it. And what's the Shen Arba? That's the Ani in the second case, where the second, so the, the case three and four, where he is the passive participant, Ani staying outside with his hand. And the Ani, the Ashir either put something in his hand or out of his hand. So again, importantly to understand, the Shtaim Shen Arba means it's all four cases of Chiyuvim, and the shame for Arabahut mean all four cases are Peturim. Okay? Now, having just mentioned the Shtaim Shen Arabas, the way the Rachaim explains it now is now we mention the cases where the Asumid Rabbanan. What are these? That are these are the cases where each party only does one of the two things, Akira or and or also Akira or Hanacha. So let's have a look. Pashata Ani Tadolifnimatalbalabailatucha. So what the Ani does, he has something in his hands and he stretches it into the Rashud of the of the Balabai. So his hand is inside. So he did the Akira. The Balabai takes something out of it and puts it down. The Balabai does Hanacha. So therefore each of them done either one's on Akira, the other's on Hanacha. Or the opposite. The Ani stretched his hand into the house. This is picture number six, I think we're up to. Uh, or um Shinata uh, and then Shnatan Lotocha, Vyotzi, Shnem Pturim. So as Ani's hand was inside the house, the Balabai put something into the hand, so the Balabai did Akira. And then the Ani pulled his hands out and put it back into the Rosh Hashanah. And, and therefore he did the Hanacha. So therefore Shnem Pturim, because each of them have done, one has done Akira, the other one has a Hanacha. In the first case, the Ani did Akira and the Balabai did Hanacha. In the second case, it was the Balabai who did Akira and the Ani did Hanacha. Let's continue. What happens if the Balabait stuck his hand outside? When Atala Ani Mitocha and Ani took something out of it, so that Balabait did Akira, he stretched it down to Rishusarabim, and Ani took something and put it down. So the Balabait did Akira, and the Ani did Hanacha. Or while the Balabait's hand was empty outside, the Ani put something into it. So the Ani did, in that case, Akira. This is the final picture, Akira. And then 
Um, and then what we find is after that, the Balai pulled his hand inside. And when he pulled it inside, effectively did Hanacha by bringing it into the house. Okay. So that's in that situation, Shneem Turim, because each of them have done half the Malacha. And, um, and in other words, sorry, when it comes to the, um, the mitzvahs of Shabbos, I'll just read you Rav Chaim. He says, Bubbly, the quotes of Gemara, it says, meaning you have to do the full malacha in order to be chayiv. If each of, the, each of the participants does half the malacha and it didn't need them both to do, um, to share the malacha, then they would, uh, that's why they're both Torah. Okay, that is the Mishnah. Now, the way Rav Chaim explains the next part is, if you recall, we explain the Mishnah that Shtayim Shem Arba Bifnim means that each of them are chayiv. Bifnim means we've got four cases where you have to bring a korban bifnim. And Shem Shem Arba means there were, there were four cases where there are peturim. And I showed you on the first page, if you like, the four cases that are chayiv and the first cases that are patur. So now the Gemara asks, Mau, is it Shtayim Shem Arba, is it Shtayim Lechayuvei Vishtayim Liftur? Or is it Arba Lechayuvei Arba Liftur? In other words, if the, the, the debate's not really regarding the, 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 the number of cases, but it's the, and the semantics of the terminology in the Mishnah. So I'll just read Reb Chaim. When it says Shtaim Shen Arba, it says Shtaim Lechul V'Shtaim Liftur. It's a Shtaim Shen Arba Mifnim Hainu Chutz Avach Nasad Balabait Sheomed Bifnim. Are we talking about Bifnim the way you're probably familiar with it? That it is that the it's a location of the individual that the Balabait while he's standing Bifnim he can be Chayev Shtaim and the Ani can be Patur. Hainu Shtaim Shen Arba. In other words, that would be, if you like, the um, the on, on our sheet, that would be cases three and four. Is it like Shtaim is those two? Shen Arba referring to those the, the, the two patrum from the perspective of the Ani. We're talking about the from the um Ani's perspective where he's standing Bachutz outside. And the Shtaim Lechiyuvi and the Shtaim Lifturi, because the Ani in both those cases, if you're doing Hachna Hotzaah, you can see in cases one and two, he is Chayev. Shen Arba might be the Peturim of the partner case of the Ashir. Or is it like we explained it, Arba Lechiyuvi by Arba Lifturi? Or is it the way we've been explaining it, the Arba Lechiyuvi, when it says Mibifnim, it means a Korbanon have to be brought Bifnim. So Shtaim Shen Arba means, as, if we, it's like the, in this, on this first page, I'll just zoom out. It's, uh, if you like, it's these four cases, Shtayim, like the case where the Ani is Chayev, Shen Arba, which is the four cases, uh, so it makes it four cases with the extra two of the Asher being Chayev. Shtayim Shen Arba Lechiyuvei, because Mibifnim is Arba Lechiyuvei, because I have to bring a Korban Bifnim. So just if I say it outside, the terms Mibifnim and Bakuts, what does it mean? Are we talking about the location of the, where the individual is standing, or are we talking about and the Shem Sha'abra means to a Chayev and to a Patur in that situation. I mean, the active participant here being, if it's Mibachutz, we're talking about the Ani standing outside is to a Chayev and the Ashir being the, the passive participant is Patur. Or are we talking about the way we said Bifnim Bachutz means, it means Bifnim means have to bring a Korban Bifnim or Bachutz, he doesn't have to bring a Korban Bifnim. So therefore, Arba Lechiyobi. You hear? This is probably a bit different to the way you've learned it with the Mishnahs. I'm assuming. But let's continue. So we say, Mishmina Had, I can bring a proof from you. As we know, this, the concept of Shtayn Shin Arba is mentioned elsewhere in Shas. If you, if you learn Mesech the Shavuot, there's also concept of Shtayn Shin Arba in Shavuot. Someone makes an oath and he's, um, 
when he goes against that oath, we're talking about Shuat Bitui here specifically, he has to bring a korban, uh, or Levi Ored, um, which is a korban that might that varies with the person's financial standings. Now, the Shtayim Shin Arba means, I, the Shtayim that we mentioned explicitly, uh, the I promise to do something in the future or not to do something. That's Lahara or Lahativ. Shtaim Shehen Arba by Shvuah means it's not only regarding the future, Shen Arba regarding the past. Now, because that's also a Shtaim Shen Arba, you see that the other, other cases of Shtaim Shen Arba are also mentioned as well. Yidiyat Tuma and our Mishnah as well is mentioned there as well. Now, but it's not our full Mishnah. All it says in, in Mesepta Shvuah is um, Shabbos is Shtaim Shen Arba. But not mimifim, not bebachutz. It doesn't double up like we've been doing in, our, in the beginning of Mesef Shabbos. So, Amar Rebbe Ba, Rebbe says, um, so it says, Taman kula lechiyuve, bram hacha chiyuve uptura, aitinan, so, so, so therefore, aitinan matnitin hada amra, therefore, we, sorry, hada amra, therefore, it means that what? Arba lechiyuve arba pturei. So let me explain. What? What Rabbah comes to explain is why didn't they in Mesech the Shavuot also bring the Shtayim Shimba Arba Vifnim Shtayim Rabba Bechutz? And that is because there, he says, the Diyun there, the Ikar Diyun is not about, about Hilchot Shabbos. The Ikar Diyun in Mesech the Shavuot is regarding Shavuot. And therefore, um, I'll just read Reuel Chaim, he says, It's only brought along because of the pattern of Shtayim Shem Arba. Hilchach, therefore, Lo Tani Elech Yuvei the Shabbos. That's why it only mentions Shtaim Shen Arba once, not Bifnim and Bachutz, because it's only interested in the Chiyuvim part. It's not interested in the Pturim cases. Okay? Bram Hacha here that we're learning Mesut Shabbos in detail. We want to say the Chiyuvim and the Pturim. However, what you see quite clearly is what, when Ravah says there, when it says Shtaim Shen Arba, it's only talking about all the Chiyuvim cases, must mean that when I say Shtaim Shehen Arba, it's uniform, meaning all cases, two cases of Yechuvim, that really four cases of what? Chiyuvim. Okay? So that supports the understanding in our Mishnah when it says Shtayim Shn Arba, Mibifnim, it means all of them are cases of Chiyuvim where you have to bring a Korban. Okay? Which is, it says, that's why it says, Hada Amra Arba Lechiyuvim, Arba Lifture. Okay? So Amra Rabbi however, Rabbi Yossi says, I don't even need the deal correct explanation of Rabbi. Rabbi Yossi says, I can even mashmer from the Mishnah itself. There in Shabbos, it says, how Amra can, it says, Shvot Shtayim Shen Arba. There in Mesef the Shvot, when it says Shtayim Shen Arba, there from that Mishnah, it's all talking about Chiyuvim, not Chiyuvim and Pturim. It says, Lo Chiyuvim, Lo Lechiyuv, because there it's talking about all situations in Shvot, you'd be chayim for doing the Korban, or love your red. However, so therefore you see the parallel. If you're gonna, if you're gonna follow the language of the mission of there, the parallel would be Shabbos also when it says there Shtaim Shen Arba would also be Lichil. Okay, so the language must be uniform, also implying something that when you when you're doubling it down, Shtaim Shen Arba must be expanding for all Chiyuvim. So therefore, our case in the beginning when it says um, it must be all talking about Chiyuvim. So the Gemara says, that's not enough. You still need the rationale of Rebbe Bab. Why? Because because just because it's a Shain Arba and it's all the Chiyuv of Shavuos, it doesn't imply, you can't draw a parallel and therefore make an implication uh, and, or draw conclusions regarding Shabbos. Why? Because of Hatani, it says, the Daltota Heichel Shain Arba. Because by the Daltota Heichel, the doors of the Heichel, I think this is the Rebbe Yehuda. Yes, it's Rebbe Yehuda, except the Midod. It also says Shain Arba. 
And there, it's got nothing to do with it. It's got nothing to do with Chivuim Peturim. Now, what's that talking about? There's a debate in terms of the, the doors of the Heichal. And unfortunately, I mean, I couldn't draw pictures of this. And I, and I, and I mean, she've got picture books. There's plenty of the, on the structure of the base of Mingdash. But from the Ulam, which is the entry hall before you get into the Kodesh, there's a, two sets of double doors. And there was a debate how they were structured. When they opened the doors, one understanding, the Chachamim says they opened up completely. And when that when the two doors opened up, it covered the the void that's in between the walls, if you like, that were in between the two sets of doors. And the other doors swung all the way open and swung back and covered the walls behind them, almost did a you know, 270 degree turn. However, Rabbi Yehuda says no, the outside doors folded in and the inside doors folded out. But then they given the dimensions, they'd bang into each other. So the idea was is that there were shnaim shin arba, that the doors themselves has hinges along the vertical halfway. So it would fold in and then fall back onto itself, the outer doors. Like, like, um, Constantine, no, not, 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 not the best example. And so to the inner doors would fold out and then fold back onto themselves. So that the, if you like, the middle hinges of the inner doors, the outer doors would, if you like, meet and then cover up that wall space in between the two sets of doors between the Ulam and the Kodesh. Clear? But there, well, the point is, before we get too distracted, the best meter is a topic of, you know, I like talking about, but, um, the point is that there, there's, Shnaim has got no, uh, there's no relevance there of, of Chiyuvim Ptore. So, Hakadit, Hakadit is, as it's saying, Bavli. Therefore, so every, every Mishnah has its own semantics of what it means, Shnaim Shen Arba, so you can't draw conclusions one to the other. So therefore, you need the rationale of Ba that says, oh, there, why did it only say Shnaim Shen Arba once for Shabbos? Oh, because there it's only told the so you see, for Shabbos specifically, Shtaim Shen Arba is all L'chiyuv. Okay? And therefore, when it comes to us, where we're elaborating, unpacking Shabbos in more detail, the first time it's Shtaim Shen Arba is all L'chiyuv, and the second set is all L'chiyuv. Okay. So now we say, Nidnev Shnemasar Ptur. So one thing Mishnah says, there are there are actually 12 Pturim. So let's, if you have a look, the first four cases involved either the Ani or the Balabait doing both Malachas of, um, of Akira and Hanacha. That's why one of them was Chayv and one was Patro. That's how we got to four Chiyuvim for Pturim, like the Mishnah says. However, if you recall, when you got to the second part of the Mishnah, we had four more cases that were all Pturim, because each of them only did Akira or Hanacha. Those are all the four cases. So if you get the four Pturim in the beginning, plus the other eight, we should really say 12. It's not Shtayim Shen Arba. It's really that there is there are there are twelve cases of if you like bachutz if you're using that lashon. So why didn't it teach there are twelve? So there are two explanations. One understanding is The first answer is no. The Mishnah was only interested in the when it says p'turim. It's p'turim neged the chayav, meaning in the case we've got two parties. Where one is chayav, it's counting also the p'turim on the other side as well. So that's why it's really page one in our sheets. That's why there's only, oopsie, that's why there's only, uh, my computer's funny things. Um, all right. That's why there's only four, Shtayim Shen Arba, and it didn't include these other cases where everyone's pato. The other explanation, which really affirms the explanation of Chaim here, is that Rebchia Barba says no. Mawahin pato, what is saying Shtayim Shen Arba that they're pturim? It means, the Tengen Hacha means mutar. Min Shtayim Shen Bifnim, Shtayim Bachutz, the Bachutz are cases where they're actually mutar. The other eight k other eight pturim that we see in the second half of the Mishnah, that's actually asum mid You're not allowed to do. Sorry, you're not allowed to do mid rabbanan chatzim alacha. 
Okay, doing one akira, another person doing hanacha. However, what it sounds like in here, that in the beginning part of the Mishnah, when we're saying shtaim arba bibachutz, that's actually talking about their mutar, meaning the ani, the ashi is standing there as a passive participant here, while the ani either puts something in his hands or takes it out, is not considered a um, is not considered a doing uh, is considered mutar. He's allowed to do that. Now, that, that opens up questions about what about and that's another sugya in when the people learn in Yeshiva when they do this in Masechla. But anyway, let's continue. Um, the next case. I probably don't need this shit anymore. So, Amar Rabbi Yossi, Ani ve'ashir echad hen umano tam shnaim. Hachnasa v'hotza'a echad hen umano tam chachayim shnaim. Now, this is something I, I didn't actually mention earlier on. I should have mentioned it. And Rabbi Rabbi makes reference to it here. He says, really, there's no difference between Ani and an Ashir. Right? What difference does it make if the person standing in Similarly, it makes no difference whether you're doing Hachnasa or Tzah. Meaning, really, there are the one and the same thing. Even the Malach is one and the same thing. However, nonetheless, Now, why is that? Let me just go back to Reb Chaim and the Mishnah. He says, he says, the Kivan the Malacha Gruahi, Chashib the Chachamim were machshi both hachnas hotza. They they spelt it out. They broke it apart because the malachah hotza is different to all other malachot on Shabbos. All other malachot on Shabbos, you're doing some sort of creative act. You're boneya, korea, zoreya, doing something. What what are you doing when you're doing the malachah hotza? You're just moving something from one place to another. There's no substantive change other than the location of the object is in. It's like a malachah grua. So therefore, Chachamim were machshi both to teach you both hotza and hachnasa. And also, case of Anayin Ashir, the law have a din in Chad Mechavri, because each of them, each bit of Hotzai is a Chirish the team and a Mamalacha. As you'll see, we're going to we're going to make reference to that soon. So, therefore, because it's such a Malacha Gua, that's why Chachami had to spell out. It doesn't matter where you're standing. It doesn't matter if you take an object in and out. But they have to literally spell out every single case. Okay. Now you see at Shabbos. So another proof of that really it's Hotza is Hachnasa, doesn't make any difference. That's because the Mishnah starts, Yitziot HaShabbat, talks about Yitziot, taking things out. So ain't Hachnasa Bichlal. Like, obviously Yitziot implies Hachnasa, because when, when we've been talking about Hachnasa in our Mishnah, similarly, when it talks about the Malachat of Shabbat, it says, Hamotzi Mereshut Lashot, taking out from Mereshut to the next. So that's obviously, ain't Hachnasa Bichlal. Obviously Hachnasa is also included, but we lose, we use the Lashon of Hotza and includes Hachnasa. But the fact that we're splitting it out, it is just again because Malachah grew up, but really it's one and the same thing. And, and the Gemara brings up further proof. Nishiminahad, I can bring a proof from here. Demar Rabbi Yossi b'Shem Rabbi Yochanan hechnis chatzigurei v'otzi chatzigurei chayav. The fact that Rabbi, we're going to see, address this case in tomorrow's uh, daf, but the fact that Rabbi Yossi said Rabbi Yochanan, if I again the Malacha, every Malacha has a shear. So for Tzad, the Malacha of taking out food is a grugugugugeret. Okay. Now, what he's saying is, what if someone did haknasa v'chatzigurek chatzishir? This is all the halemachad, and does and uh, and takes out a chatzigurekeret. Now, if you hold the two different things, that can't be mitzdaref. But the fact that haknasa is really hotza'a, and is and is that's why that that is why Rabbi Yochanan said you'd be high for such a thing because they can't be mitzdaref. Okay, let's continue. Umi nain shotza kriya malacha. How do we know hotza is indeed called a malacha? Now, this is a uh, really important. I want to read your Reb Chaim here. 
He says the Alpha God Mashab Khashi Malach Alibihuvalaya Now, even though when it comes to Malachot, where do we learn all the Malachas of Shabbos? We learn it from the activities that were involved in the construction of the Mishkan. Was also involved, no? They took things out of the house. When people donated objects, to bring to the treasures. They take items from the house to the street and the like. It says, when they took the beams, the planks, and took it from the the Rishat Rabim onto the wagons, the wagons themselves were defined as Rishiach and given their dimensions, or ten from the ground, and they're at least four by four. And also when they unloaded the wagons. Nonetheless, he says, Hotza itself was described as being this Malacha Grua, like I explained it before. Had we not found it explicitly in the Torah that the Torah referred to it as being a Malacha, Lina Mishkan, Lo we would not have said this is a Malacha. Because it's a thought, you're taking an object from place to place. In other words, it's not enough to say, oh, it was involved in the Mishkan, because Lots of other things are involved in Mishkan, but you might, but Hotza is even like, even less of a reason to think it's a Malacha, unless the Torah told us to. She'en Bosfar, there's no Sfar to say, ooh, taking object from one location to the next is a Malacha. Demani Mafik Mushisyachim Rishrabim, what difference does it make him think Mushisyachim to Rishrabim, which is a Malacha? Umali Mafik Mushisyachim to Rishrabim. And but taking one private domain directly to my next door neighbor's house, Midoraita is not a Malacha at all. So what's a Sfar to differentiate between that action and the other? Okay. So that's why the Gemara now wants to say, okay, give me a proof. I need a pasuk to understand that this taking an object from private to public or, or vice versa is a malacha. It's, in other words, it's called a malacha. Um, okay. Or inami, in other words, either it's called a malacha or that you mechaev on the Torah, even if it's not a malacha, the Torah is mechaev you. Okay. So what's the proof? It says as follows. So Reb Shmuel Bar Nachman b'Shem Reb Yonatan Shamalamin Hada. He learned it from the following. He says, "V'yatzav Moshe v'Yiru Kol Mamachane." Moshe commanded to make everyone known by that um, lemor to say, "Ish v'Isha Al Yisu Od Malacha." Don't do any more Malacha. See the word Malacha is used in the pasuk. Lutrumatami Akodesh v'Yachalam Navi. And they stop bringing things. So you see, bringing items, he said, cease from doing a Malacha. And what was a the malacha they were doing? Just bring objects and donations to the base of Migdash. So you see the Torah refers to Hotza as being a malacha explicitly. So therefore, Nimnu What do they stop doing? The Gemara is being, fleshing it out now. They stop bringing objects from their house to give to the Gizbarim. That's again Hotza uh, from their house. And Rechizkiya B'Shem Rav Hila you can also learn also the malacha, not just Hotza'ah taken from Yachid to Rabim, but also from Rabim to Yachid. Why Just as the people, individuals, stop taking objects from their house to donate, mibatehem from their houses, that's yachid to rabim, that's hotza'ah, to give to the treasures. Kach gizbarim, so to the gizbarim ceased They also ceased receiving and bringing into the lishra. So they ceased from bringing from rabim to yachid. So therefore you got hotza'ah and hachnasa. So Rav Chizkiya B'Shem Rav Achas, he actually shmak shama kulam min hadinkra. He actually learned both. What's all of it? Meaning both haknasa and hotzaah from the following psukim. It says v'lo totziu masa mi bateichem b'yom hashabbat v'kol malacha lo tasu. Now you have to appreciate here. All it says is totziu. 
However, Reb Chaim points out the pasuk before it says, "Hishamru menafshotachem ve'altisu masa et biyom hashvat ve'haveitem b'sharushalayim." So you see here the malachas referring to hava'ah naknasa, right? So both both uh, both going in and out, tachnasa and yitzia basically. Those two malachas can be learned from that pasuk, even though it's not the Torah. It's uh, from Yirmiyahu. Uh, you see again, once again, it's referred to as the kol malacha. It's referred to malacha malacha lotas. Okay, we'll stop a line early because this this is a bit like an amamar of Chaim says. We go back to the idea of hachnasa chatzigur geret potzach chatzigur geret being mitzvah to mechayev somebody. But we'll pick that up tomorrow. Mitzvah Hashem. Hold to have a good everyone.